0: Prepare to enter the Elf Tree. It. That you're was like, terrible. You're like panting into the microphone. Yeah. You're just like, uh, ah, that theme song. Uh sprint, it, was like a, it was like a lazy hooker trying to sing. It was <laughs> <laughs> or uh, you know, just a, a husband who likes to lay on his back the entire time. <laughs> 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 you know? Uh, Makes the wife do all the work. You just <laughs> That's a funny image, especially since I just uh, I I pigeonhole us by saying wife. You know, it could be a husband. It could be a husband. Be a gay couple. We're in that kind of world now. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. We've always been in that kind of world. There's just been
1: little rules and regulations around people. Rules
0: and regulations, like uh, you know, like a checkpoint, like a checklist. Yeah,
1: there's a checkpoint. (laughs) Like uh, whenever you're driving on a highway, and all of a sudden you have to stop and pour money out of your pockets into some box.
0: <laughs> or when you were playing Mario Kart and you had to get to a certain point before time ran out and then you it rep- replenished your time, you know?
1: Or like whenever those boats are going in the little canals and all of a sudden have to stop in this little holding area and then they lift up the water. And oh, they, yeah.
0: What is that called again? I think lock? that's called a lock. A lock. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I think that's what that was. Well, shit. Hi, there. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> there. That's, that's some sort of record we, that was, we did without we're gonna getting We're going to see how long the we can go. Yeah, that was, that was the pre-show. Uh, hi to everybody, I'm Ian. And I'm Joe. And welcome back to the show. You haven't really gone anywhere. Well, they, you know, they everyone's running around doing their things. Someone's well, they're doing their things, but I mean, as far as, as far as we're concerned, we're always here. That's true. You know, they're coming back to us.
1: We just turn off our buttons and we go to sleep until the next show. Yeah. We have no, yeah, we don't do anything else, but...
0: You know, Hit record. Whenever, <laughs> whenever I, I think about that, somebody shutting down or or needing power or something, there are two things that come to mind. It's C three PO in Star mm-hmm. Wars because he shuts some, he shuts down a few times he in does. that in that that series.
1: Emotionally, or he does. Or- you know, he's
0: he's a fucking. <laughs> it's like talking to a robot. You know, <laughs> um, and then uh, and then Bicentennial Man oh, with Robin Williams. Shit, because at a certain point, you know, his first Dude. day, he's like going and doing his thing. He's like, all I require is an outlet. And he plugs in, and then he's ready to go. You know, it's a that was that's an underrated movie that I really really enjoy.
1: I haven't seen that movie in many many years. I don't even I couldn't even tell you what happened in that film.
0: I I couldn't vouch for the fact of it holding up because I probably haven't seen it in about ten years. But um, the story I I remember thinking it was a solid story even yeah. as a child when I first saw it, and and when I think back on the story, essentially it's about a a. a an android, Robin Williams oh, is an android. Yeah. That's a full blown robot. That's made to, uh, you know, kind of be a, a butler in the house or like, that. you know, that's what they're designed for. And, uh, over time and through his interactions with this little girl who grows up and becomes a woman and like everything, like he starts to, uh, question why can't he, why her titties why, are bigger. Why, well, why they're growing, why he can't, you know, integrate himself and become human. Yeah. Essentially it's a, it's a Pinocchio story with, uh, with a robot. Yeah um and without the nose without well without the the growing nose turning into donkeys but the funny part is is just seeing you know robin williams in this robot suit and then you know when he becomes himself you totally buy that this robot now isn't covered in skin and looks like robin williams he's now a man he is
1: and then so. he got a job and became a, a doctor with a clown nose on dude did you ever see um toys
0: toys is it uh, toys or toy yeah no toys Toys. uh, with Robin Williams and uh Joan Joan Cusack and uh LL Cool J. LL Cool J. Yeah. Yes, yes. We should have him on the show. We would. Yeah. should. He's freaking awesome. Yeah. He'd be I mean, like
1: hiding. Remember on the movie when he was hiding in the couch? He was like part of the couch he cushions. Was. You couldn't that tell was he was there. So
0: awesome. That the yes. That that's one of the few parts of that movie that really still yeah. sticks out to me.
1: Like man, it's really a big bummer that he turned us down this time. But uh, oh shit, he was in no. the wall the whole time. He was right up. there. Yeah.
0: Well, the other part being, there's the, a long shot down a hallway, and then you start seeing this golf cart. Oh yeah. But it's yeah. just constantly going up and down. It's a very it's a very um gosh, Shelby's taught me how taught me the Shelby's taught me this and I don't recall it this moment. No, it's um it's not a shallow depth of field. It must be a long depth of field on oh, this I lens, see, I see. so that it looks like this hallway is ten feet long. But then, when you start to see somebody like coming towards the camera, it's like they're taking forever, and you realize yeah. that that hallway might have been a hundred feet long. Oh yeah, you just yeah. got a very long lens, and so it ah oh, maybe that's a shallow depth of field. That's probably what I that like is. those, dude. I love those shallowing. shots. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's like okay, surely they should be here by now,
0: right? Absolutely. Yeah. The one of the film school uh examples of that is the graduate there's a scene where dustin hoffman's running down the street at the camera and it takes him a long time yeah and it, it's kind of the shot that you should imagine at the end of the three movie goes when we go right off on our steeds yeah
1: well it's like the riding off into the sunset scene that like, see
0: for that i i imagine the end of indiana jones and the last crusade oh, like yeah, when they're a riding better. a get you know, up perfect. into the sunset that's, that's that's genius that's it right there well done Stephen.
1: yeah seagal well, he, I mean, he probably
0: watched it and, <laughs> yeah. and gave his seal of approval. This
1: movie was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Man. Uh, He's invited too. But you sure. can't break or karate anything. Please. Or put me to sleep. Please don't.
0: Well, I, that might be fun though. No noogies. It might be interesting. And we don't like to watch him like chokehold you to yeah. till, you, till you pass out. He makes us all wear a ponytail before we can start the show. <laughs> you could I take God. some DMT and then get him to chokehold.
1: <laughs> can you imagine taking DMT and no. then interviewing Steven Seagal?
0: No. Oh, that would be insane. It would be. It would be trippy. <sighs> be very trippy. Yeah. Um, man, I I guess we are going to jump on the bandwagon here of uh, of talking about the Oscars just a little bit because. I mean, yeah. it's a big thing, you know, in the, in the world that produces so many movies that we partake in a lot. Um, I, and plus we live here. If there was like a Mary Janes award, I'd be Well, right. Exactly. It's the same thing. Exactly. We, we partake in films. We like movies a lot. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, <laughs> we smoke movies from time <laughs> to time. <laughs> that's something of kind of how I was trying to, <laughs> to blah, 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 blah. that's around about what I was trying to formulate. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Um, so yeah, you've got this. Uh, we've we've got this freaking amazing list. Yeah, the Academy Awards. We live in Hollywood, so we kind of are not going to be able to ignore yeah. the fact that the Oscars are coming. Mm-hmm. So you know, we can at least have our own opinions about things. I, I I'm very passive most years about the Oscars, but I just uh, we've seen uh, quite a few of these movies, and I, I think that. Uh, you know, oh yeah, yeah. We we might have some opinions on them.
1: It's cool too. Like I, I, this is the first time like I've actually paid attention to because I've never really paid attention to the Oscars or, or any of that stuff. But uh, dude, this is the first time where I've actually watched
0: movies and we've like assessed them. We've got an, we've got a product, we've got a show that literally encourages us to see and talk about movies. It's a product. I'm, well, holding, it's, it's... I'm,
1: I'm holding a dare mug with, I'm wearing a dare shirt. <laughs> you and are I've got, I've got an e mask on.
0: An official dare J. <laughs> Can you imagine? We have Ian masks. Yeah. Well, you'd have an Ian uh, mask. I'd have a, like a Maddie mask, a ma- <laughs> but no, I'd, I'd have like prosthetics like that made, if I was oh, to look shit. like Maddie, but still have my face. looks like, like a brown
1: Falcor. Yeah.
0: Seriously. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. That's what it would look like. Oh um, man. Um, the nominees came out and uh, they were surprising. You know, it seems to be the, the general consensus around it because yeah. they didn't nominate anybody of color for the, any of the acting or directing awards.
1: Which but it's interesting on a day like today to be d- discussing that. Oh, that's true. It is
0: Martin Luther King Day today. It is. when we're recording. Yes. I think this comes out Wednesday. But it was Martin Luther King Day too. Yeah, days yeah, ago.
1: a couple days ago. Um uh, I And wonder what you're of, up
0: to at this moment in time? Yeah, what's <laughs> a, are you still remembering Martin Luther King?
1: Dude, I man, his whole story, I remember learning about it in school, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of a Time felt like oh man that was
0: forever ago. It's true. But it was so much closer to that time then. Because when were you learning about it for the first time? Like the late 80s? Like first, second, third grade? Like that would be when I I kind of started to learn about what the civil rights movement was. Yeah, um, you know, I was probably like, you know, 6 and 7 years old. I felt so- like
1: the the 80s and 90s were like a time where people were really reflecting on the behaviors of humanity. And then, like, since, you know, honestly, since, like, 9-11 shit happened, it's almost like we've kind of shelled ourselves back into this weird, uh, like, there's the this 50s. racial shit going on. I know it's always been happening, but... The 50s. I Since mean, the 50s, yeah, yeah. yeah no, oh, since well, but since before then. Mean,
0: like, like, if you think back on it, like, you had the 60s, which was the... Uh, you know, the hippie movement and civil rights and a lot of open-minded thinking. Yeah. And then, you know, kind of the 80s came around and... I don't know. I don't exactly I feel
1: know. like the 80s was like a big... Uh, There's a lot of cool arts and cultural things happening where... Like, especially here in America, because yeah. like New York City, like what was happening there. We
0: even, were enjoying those open thoughts that came out of the 60s and 70s. We were kind of... Yeah. Priori- not prioritizing, capitalizing on... Yeah, I
1: mean there's a you reason know. the Beatles were the biggest band on the planet. Exactly. They
0: they had a message that everyone understood deep down. So what well and then you've got Michael Jackson coming out in the eighties yeah. who had to have been clearly influenced by all these these bands that came up in the sixties and seventies. Sure. So I mean, people got to have so much fun. But he was in forced into his
1: musical career for the for a majority of his childhood which is interesting to think about
0: like well it's true
1: like would michael jackson have turned out to be a musician had he not been forced by his his uh dad you uh, know? or you his know, parents uh, or, that would be would that, that would be exactly. a
0: question we should uh, we should ask if we're the able, ghost of michael? ever <laughs> able to book the ghost of michael
1: yeah i'm uh, sure there's a twitter account <laughs> you know
0: or maybe one of the impersonators you know we yeah. can do the next best thing
1: mm. uh. um <laughs> i would have still done music <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's it. Well, thank you, Michael. That was just, great. Uh, just, I just want to write songs, and, and I want to. If I could do it all over again, oh, I'd stay black. Blacks are more badass. Well,
0: uh, in keeping with us coming up on February Black History yeah. Month, it um, is you know Martin Luther King Day, Black History Month, and then we have uh, one of the Oscar nominated movies for best picture is selma selma
1: i mean every mlk day i don't really honestly just straight up i'm not african-american i didn't grow up black i didn't grow up in a place where i i deal with that stuff but it's i know every year when it does hit and it's ironic that this his philosophies and and a lot of things that other people not just him but it's crazy that we don't celebrate this on a more broad basis, just as a standard of of an everyday kind of a thing, you know?
0: I mean, I would imagine that if we were to truly have been remembering and living uh, the words that he was so... Vocal with, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know that he could have been the first person to think, man, somebody should really take a look at the way we're being treated. This is really mm-hmm. not right. He was just one of the most vocal people yeah. and the 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 person with the platform to to get the word out there.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I I think that if we were truly living those words and and the philosophies he had, we wouldn't have to have a day and a month where it's, you know, Black History Month or, or, you know, because it would be the mentality anyways. Mm -hmm. You know, we would always be, you know, giving credit where credit was due and recognizing all these different races and always remembering, hey, you know how uh, we're all equal now? Well, Martin Luther King Jr. had something to do with that. Instead of just one day where most people just get off work and that's all they they think happens on martin luther king jr day
1: yeah it's also too he like he kind of uh led or spearheaded um activism in a way where people could well, do it, they did it in a civil nonviolent way not you know what was it civil he,
0: disobedience uh civil nonviolent violent disobedience yeah uh, i mean civil disobedience. Non- non-violent protesting and yeah. things like that you're right i mean he he demonstrated that it could be done in it's a very like peaceful a, way and the only people who were who were being aggressive about it were the uh, the people they were protesting against. Yeah. You know, yeah, <laughs> essentially the white man.
1: I don't know. It, it, it's almost over- overwhelming to, to imagine kind of living in that time as a black person, mm-hmm. just trying to figure out a way to just fucking do your thing. You just want to live, do everything that everyone else is doing. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're having to come up against some cultural programming that people just grew up you know being racist so yeah. all of a sudden you're like you're bringing these people in who are what how i mean how long were people free throughout that time like how many years has it, had I mean, it been roughly a hundred it's just interesting to think like i mean two generations even three now generations. it's just still something that's happening i mean everyone's a freaking everyone's bones and guts and skin yeah with the same innards or orange it's it's insane like uh, our bodies, like our the actual true color of everybody's skin is just different shades of orange. Yeah, which is crazy. So it's like, uh, I don't know. It's just it, it. It almost makes sense when you see a day like today. You're like, why? Yeah, why is this still an issue? And why, why is do it we still mo- necessary? Why are we reminded? Well, it's so funny. It's like when we're reminded about MLK Day. It's like that was almost this stripping of a movement that was happening and it kind of went dormant for a while and it's still going on and and obviously there's been progression yeah but it's a it's still a reminder like it's still a dangling piece of meat in front of you when you go okay it's mlk day and you were reminded of his message and then you go wow people are still but it's we're not only reminded
0: that one year one day every year is martin luther king Day that we remember the man who started the civil rights movement, and, and, well, right. and you yeah, know, specifically. Or, or, yeah. but we're also then reminded that the other 364 days of the year aren't Martin right. Luther King Day, and the el- the other 11 months out of the year aren't Black History Month. I mean, that that individual example of a segregated something, yeah, it, it, it kind of flies in the face of everything that is being looked at and remembered.
1: Well, it's interesting, man. Like, I I just, I always think about that. Like, I think of, gosh, man, it just makes me think of freedom because he's talking about freedom. And everybody's, you know, I see all these people writing stuff on Twitter and Facebook. And I know it doesn't even matter because it's Twitter and Facebook, but it's interesting to see people's perceptions about, like, yes, he kind of did this or he did that. And it's, there's still like this underlying confusion as to there was never really any resolve. Other than, I mean, I don't know. Like, to what degree it, are we looking at freedom? You know what I mean?
0: Well, I mean, the rights to vote, um, you know, desegregation of all those kinds of things. So, I mean, but it's there, still freedom within very, a matrix, that, which is yes, crazy, you're right, right. You're right. but that is that is an undeniable uh, resolution yeah. to what was being actively fought for in Absolutely, the sixties it's just like, okay, so yeah, you gave us this, but I mean, really that's not, that's still not equal. Yeah, It's just what we knew to ask for. And they just gave them just enough to, to call an end to the quote unquote movement, Yeah, um, which never really ended because the behaviors kind of have stayed the same.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's definitely something that I, I just hope, I hope we just get past it. Cause I, I don't know, man, like it's really strange to turn on the news and just see all this stuff, and I know I don't necessarily deal with it every right. day, you know. And I know, I know I'm not black, but I don't deal thank with. Thank God. Well,
0: thank God you know that. I'd, not look, I'd be so not much black. more badass, dude. I mean, if you thought you were black and you're not black, that <laughs> oh, might be a problem. Well, all right. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah. you> know.
1: <laughs> I know. But um, no, I just I I think about like people that we know. Yeah. Um, deal with that shit and yeah. it still happens and it's this somehow we've missed this I, we've jumped on this little idea that we're very different from each other and we are to, to build walls around each other and, and judge each other for the color of our skins and it, like it doesn't make any fucking sense right you know what I mean? Like if you really just step back from all of it, it just doesn't make any sense, but we still well, do it. And, and people, we have to participate <laughs> in those conversations. It's so
0: insane. It's it's kind of related to why do we have to choose one movie every year that we're going to call the best movie every yeah. year? I mean, I, I understand the, the need to recognize excellent work, but I mean, come on, when you think about it, what are the Academy Awards but an industry patting itself on the back? Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I'd much rather watch something that was a true People's Choice Award. For sure. Or yeah. something like that. But, I mean, that's neither here nor there. You have there. to go
1: to Nickelodeon.
0: Well, and Kids get worried about getting slimed, you know? <laughs> yeah. Although Ashton Kutcher did uh, did give a pretty decent speech last time uh, I think oh, he, yeah, he, he did. got an award there. Yeah. So, you know. Ooh, we, it, we should people, play a
1: clip of that since we're on to playing clips of we can do inspirational that. Yeah, shit. why not?
2: You know, in, in Hollywood and in the industry and the stuff we do, there's a lot of, like, insider secrets to keeping your career going, and a lot of insider secrets to, 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 to making things tick. And uh, I feel like a fraud. Uh, my name is actually not even Ashton. Ashton is my middle name. My first name's Chris. And, and it always has been, it got changed when I was like 19 and I became an actor. But there were some really amazing things that I learned when I was Chris. I believe that opportunity looks a lot like hard work. And I've never had a job in my life that I was better than. I was always just lucky to have a job. And every job I had was a stepping stone to my next job. And I never quit my job until I had my next job. And so opportunities look a lot like work. The sexiest, in the entire world is being really smart and being thoughtful and being generous. Everything else is crap, I promise you. It's just crap that people try to sell to you to make you feel like less. So don't buy it, be smart, be thoughtful and be generous. And Steve Jobs said, when you grow up, you tend to get told that the world is the way that it is. And that your life is to live your life inside the world and try not to get in too much trouble and maybe get an education and get a job and make some money and have a family. But life can be a lot broader than that when you realize one simple thing. And that is that everything around us that we call life was made up by people that are no smarter than you. And you can build your own things. You can build your own life that other people can live in. So build a life. Don't live one, build one. Find your opportunities and always be sexy. I love you guys.
0: We on our other show, Three Moviegos, have decided we're gonna watch like, what was it, three of the Best Picture nominated films? Cause we've already seen mm-hmm. Birdman. Yeah. So that we had to choose between American Sniper, uh, Grand Budapest Hotel, The Imitation Game, Selma, Theory of Everything, and Whiplash. Yeah. And those are all, I mean, from what I've heard, those are all really, really excellent films. I mean, obviously. Otherwise, they wouldn't be nominated. I know
1: where my vote is.
0: In this particular category. I mean, yeah. Joe, your, your vote's clearly for uh, Birdman. Birdman, Bird <laughs> Nah. tusk, no. Does Tusk not get a? I know a, where's a, the Tusk nom. On where on, on aware we, are <laughs> picking
1: uh, our nose, eating
0: our boogers. Uh, Grand Budapest Hotel is, is what you're you're gonna go. Yeah,
1: for. I don't know if it's gonna win the big shebang. Yeah, but Wes Anderson, goddamn,
0: deserves like he he is just he he. They're all masterpieces, and I'll say it till I die. He's a storyteller, and that's he for sure. Creates masterpieces. He will he, whether he wins an actual Oscar or not. Wes Anderson should, at the end of his career, if he if he just continues to grow and build his style, he should at least get the Lifetime Achievement Award. Because no,
1: you know what he should get? He should get his own small, however many movies he makes, he should have his own little library, where they're yeah. all in there like little library books, all his yeah. movies. Yeah. And he's the only one that will ever get the key, and then he can swallow that key, and then he has to die, and then be buried with that key, and no nice. one else can ever go in there.
0: That's right. He's got to win an award, and if he, he doesn't... He should be gifted the Hollywood sign.
1: <laughs> you know?
0: That would be hilarious. It would be can you imagine no. if like he would straighten it all out and make sure that it was like directly centered. Oh yeah. His color palette on the on the lettering would be, totally. be crazy.
1: There'd be like some furry kitten, like just on the top of every single letter. Yeah. I don't
0: know. So you'd also pick Wes Anderson for best director, wouldn't you? Um And this is for Grand Budapest Hotel alone. Even though a lot of people do argue that some Oscars are given out based on bodies of work. Oh, and it's gosh. just an excuse that they have a film nominated. You I know would what I mean
1: I would say it's going to go to Wes or Alejandro.
0: Oh, for Birdman, for Birdman. I, I think you might be right. Um, Alejandro Gonzalez Inarritu. Inarritu, um, is that what it is? Inarritu. I Iñárritu. think I, I tried to I tried to decipher it. He's on He's like, no, Wikipedia no, it's an,
1: it's Inarritu.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, he's oh, probably shit. he might have some. Well, no, he's from Mexico City. I no, know no. he's not from like you know Georgia. Bennett Miller did Foxcatcher, which I think was a really again, it was a really great film, but it it was not I don't know it there was there was too much set up tension and not enough delivery on that tension for me. um and it just it seemed to be the way the film was just constructed as a whole, you know, visualized. It felt like the
1: first ten minutes of a horror movie for the whole movie for the most part. Oh,
0: okay. Like, sure. You're just wondering if, like, yes, uh, you're right.
1: What's his name is gonna just lash out and be just some
0: crazy murderer. Yeah. The million, well, either one of them. Uh, I mean I, uh, John Dupont. John Steve Dupont. Carell. Yeah. Steve Carell. Yes, you're right. That that creepy a, ass. Right. That's a very good description of that movie.
1: Was that like a creepy? Was he creepy?
0: He was. Was he supposed he was, to be creepy? He was. I think he was right. supposed to be so removed from uh, social interaction that he literally did not know how to behave around people.
1: I can understand that.
0: You know, I mean if he's so well, he on the other side of it, he was so rich yeah. that he was able his parents were able to keep him bubbled up literally his entire life. He never got social skills. He could he could buy whatever he, and whoever he wanted. And he did. And he did. And he did. He, he did. he bought Channing Tatum with the you know the frosted tips from the change under his and the coke under his balls. Did you see American Sniper? Or no.
1: No, no. I saw the trailer, which was enough.
0: Yeah, I I don't really have much interest in this movie. Mm-hmm. Although most of uh, at least America would disagree with us.
1: It beat the box rock uh, box rocket. The box rocket. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it shot off like a rocket, but
1: it, it beat did. the box office record. Hundred of million January dollars. Hundred million dollars.
0: Beat out Avatar and <sighs> what else? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I I I'm kind of going to pull for Michael Keaton in this one because um, mm. Benedict Cumberbatch, I the. Uh, I'm, I'll probably see this movie, but it's already – it's been described to me as uh, watching Sherlock, but essentially him just cracking codes rather than yeah. solving crimes and stuff like that, which is great. It's fine. Um, But I – you know, he's good at that. He ain't wearing no motherfucking top hat. Yeah, well. Like Sherlock? Like you know? Sherlock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah, watch yeah. this. <laughs> um, Eddie, Eddie Redmayne. Uh, he plays Stephen Hawking. Now, see, I, I can't okay. make a comment on his performance yet because we haven't watched that movie. Is
1: he um, is he like an up and coming guy, or is he? Kind it of seems been... that
0: way. I haven't seen him in much. Um, he's done uh, Theory of Everything, and next he's going to be in Jupiter Ascending, oh, with, Mila. Version, with with Channing and Mila, Channing Tatum and Mila Kunis. Yeah, yeah. So uh, shout he, out, yeah. He might he might be uh, a pretty good actor.
1: We should invite Meg onto the show. That'd be awesome. Who? Mila, Meg?
0: Meg, oh Meg from Shut Up, guy. Meg. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of, I kind of hope Michael Keaton yeah. pulls it out on this one from his he part won the in uh, a- Birdman. In Birdman, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I, I, the only girl I've seen in any of these movies for Best Actress is Rosemond Pike in Gone Girl. And yeah. she played a psycho. <laughs> she did. She was, she was a, a great character. Um, I hear a lot of people talking about Reese Witherspoon in Wild. Oh, have you yeah. seen that?
1: No, but I have seen uh, Man in the Moon or Man on the Moon. Is that one One of her movies when she was young? That was the
0: first Reese Witherspoon movie. Man in the Moon or something like that? Um, Far Away Home. Oh, That was dude. one. Oh, my gosh. She was uh, on an uh, African safari yep. or something like that, and they wow. got lost. Yeah, yeah, I remember that I totally movie.
1: forgot about that movie.
0: Reese wow. Witherspoon's a great actress. If uh, I wouldn't be upset if she... Uh, no, she was awesome. You know, spe- Even having not seen the movie. I mean, there are a lot of really great... Loved her in Legally Blonde. Job. I mean, apparently, a lot of people did. They made three of them, I think. I
1: saw the first one, but I don't remember it. Yeah. I don't remember what happened, because it, like, <laughs> mixed in a Broadway with, like,
0: Clueless and... Yeah, a little bit. You know... I mean, it kind of has to with that. Beverly
1: Hillbillies. All those movies kind of meld Beverly into one.
0: Beverly Hillbillies. That's a that's a pretty good movie in and of itself. It is.
1: Yeah. Grandma Rides on the Roof.
0: Yeah. That's Cloris yeah. Leachman. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that is her name. That's such a... Dude, if uh, Michael Keaton wins...
1: Do you think they'll play the Batman music behind him when he goes up on stage?
0: I hope they use the Batman music when they try and play him off. Oh, that'd be great. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. And yeah. then fucking, yeah. Like, oh man. Do they, they get so mad about things. that? Do they get mad about that? Do you think that? he would
1: get mad about that? Or he no. would be like,
0: holy fuck, that's awesome? Do I think? I, I don't know. I don't know Michael Keaton. Oh, I, would I, know hope, him, I would hope he wouldn't get mad at something like that. Well, because, I mean, come on. He did Birdman. He just
1: rips off his clip-on bow tie, throws <laughs> it on the ground.
0: Like, oh shit. I mean, he did Birdman. He he knew, yeah. I think he knew what he was getting into, and I think the great sign about any any awesome actor and and their confidence in the roles they've played is the ability to lampoon themselves yeah. when it's necessary. You know, and yeah. and not that it would be necessary, but man, what a way to make an impression. Hell yeah. You Dude, know?
1: favorite favorite scene of Birdman. What was it?
0: What was my favorite scene in Birdman? Like Bird what Man? scene
1: sticks out when you think Birdman scene? Like the movie of Birdman. What is the scene that pops out of your head?
0: Oh, um, Emma Stone and Edward Norton on the roof. Nice the, during the day. Oh, nice. So nice. the second time. Okay. Yeah, that's that, and then it goes to, um, it goes to where they come downstairs and they're on the fly rail, like way up in the, in oh, the, yeah. the wings oh yeah, and then was it awesome. goes over the edge. And slowly comes down onto the stage where they're in performance yeah. and Edward Norton's back there. Like that little moment. Dude, that I was mean, a- this that entire movie blew my mind. Yeah. And I wouldn't be I would not be upset one bit if it sweeped everything that Absolutely. Was nominated for. Same it, here. Same here. Birdman and Boyhood, each nominated for nine Oscars. I, I- and yeah. Both of them. I wouldn't not, i am in the same
1: boat as you. I wouldn't be sad if, if Birdman took everything. Gosh. But I'm not going to lie. I would definitely have to rub Wes Anderson's foot from underneath the table and console well, him. Cause Cause like, it's, I, it's
0: okay. He's, he's my, I voted for you, Wes. Got,
1: I, he's got a soft spot in my heart. He's just been so
0: fucking consistent. Oh has, my has, God. You're right. You're right.
1: It's so good. All right. <laughs> it's like you can, he can't lose. You cannot lose going to a Wes Anderson movie. I mean, you maybe can't. I can He could. Well,
0: he can. I guess he can. You know what I, I mean? Know. But at the same time, I wonder how much of Wes Anderson's audience is just that, Wes Anderson's audience. Like Kevin Smith's audience was going to turn out for Tusk anyways. Yeah.
1: So, I That's mean, also my own perception. So. But no, no,
0: no, no. You're part of Wes Anderson's audience. I'm yeah. part of Kevin Smith's audience. I'm yeah. a fan of Wes Anderson, but uh, I, mm, there might be one or two of his movies I have not seen. Um, and, but that's not to to talk about that after this. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I'll prepare myself for the beatings, (laughs) for the beatings, you know, it's, uh, but Birdman, Birdman was such a, an amazing concept and was executed in a way that was just kind of, there were a lot of movies like that this year that that executed themselves in one of a kind ways, boyhood, Mm -hmm. um, filmed over a span of 12 years and was literally a chronology of a fictional kid's life, but you still got to see these kids grow up in front of your eyes. Yeah. Um, And uh, Birdman, the entire movie, once you bring back Michael Keaton into a role that is, uh, I mean, it's kind of meta in a a way, because he is playing what could have been a potential future for him by saying no to Batman, yeah. he could have become the washed up actor. Yeah. He didn't. And so he, now he gets to kind of explore that in this movie. Yeah. And then the entire film was told in one yeah. shot.
1: They kind of like stuff you into this little corner of Broadway, like a, a side street Broadway. You oh, yeah. know? And yeah. you stay in that theater building the whole time. So yeah. you kind of just, man, do you feel like it gave a pretty good assessment of like what it's like to be in the theater? Because like, he used to do a bunch of shows and stuff. And obviously, yeah, I mean, I we were in so. one in the movie watching it. So yeah, clearly, yeah. they're like that. But, well,
0: you know. I mean, it's a little bit different because obviously a uh, uh,
1: There's no theater. strafing strafing
0: camera crews. Right, well, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, a movie theater is a lot different than a, a theater, you know. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I think they capture the world really well. As much as Boyhood captured what it's like to be a, a, a family like that in Texas. Yeah, man. And as much as... Uh, now to be fair it's a it's a very over budgeted and over blown representation but what it would be like on other worlds i think christopher nolan did a really good job of that in interstellar i mean so
1: does james cameron in avatar so james cameron in
0: avatar which didn't (laughs) come out this year but you know it's uh you know i i that's partially why uh American Sniper doesn't appeal to me because it's set in the real world in something that I I live in anyways. Um Foxcatcher, if I had known a little bit more about what it was about before yeah. I saw the movie in that if it was if I knew it was a character driven piece rather than a, an event driven piece, yeah. I probably wouldn't have, you know, really wanted to see that at that point, but yeah. um just because so many movies that have been out this year have have created worlds that yeah. I get to then explore rather than, you know, that might have been that might have played on my leanings.
1: I mean, dude, I felt like I mean, Foxcatcher. I felt like that film also touched on a lot of pretty crazy, different things like that we're dealing with that that we've always been dealing with in, in our society. It's like funny to see how someone can involve themselves so high up in a sporting field just because they have the cash to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden they're, they're training with people and they're, you know, they create a freaking amazing facility and like, you know, I mean, it would be unbelievable to see yeah. that kind of life, like just to see it, you know? Have you ever been to like the, um, what's that mansion?
0: The Biltmore? The Biltmore. It's yeah. in uh, North Carolina
1: yes and I think it was on Richie Rich or one yeah, of those movies I, like that. Uh,
0: no I drove past it I have never I've never been to it dude it, we gotta fucking
1: go there we should make a, a well, it's kind of far but I mean
0: that's a, that's it's pretty clear far clear across yeah. the country
1: maybe someone will have some miles and they'll fly us over there we'll yeah do a yeah, yeah. from Biltmore yeah exactly that'd be hilarious if you,
0: if you are currently staying at working at or own the Biltmore please uh, consider flying us out yeah we'll, we'd love we'll to we'll have you on the show
1: it'd be crazy it'd be awesome um, but, dude, yeah, it's like to see these houses, like these things people build to live in, and they're so ridiculous. Like, they're empires. So yeah. they're Like, these little mini empires, you know? Well, exactly. But, uh, no, I just felt like uh, Foxcatcher covered some really cool things. I'm sure, just like Selma did, obviously.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Um, but it's it's crazy, man. Like, I'm curious as to what... Like, what are next year's movies going to be all about, you know? Because yeah. right now, well, it feels like the current lineup is touching a lot of uh, current situations, you know?
0: Well, it's – I mean, but everything – it's all orchestrated that way. It's yeah. it's not an accident that Selma came out in early January, um, you know, because Martin Luther King Day is is in January and it's – When is all, that day? It's typically the third Monday of the month of January.
1: When did that begin?
0: Uh, that was – Let's see. It was signed into law making it, on the, on the American books, an official U.S. holiday uh, by Ronald Reagan in 1983. Mm-hmm. And it was first observed three years later.
1: It's the year of my birth.
0: 1983? Yeah. So you were, okay, yeah, yeah. I got to
1: celebrate, well, I was, I was a couple but, days.
0: It was well, like yeah, I got to celebrate. It was like 20 years after he was assassinated. So yeah. I mean that was that's you know sure it's it's great that it's here now, but I mean, goodness gracious, there was a big period of time there where it would have been really beneficial yeah. to to have an official day of remembrance. I mean, we had an official day of remembrance on on for nine eleven yeah that year, yeah, and every subsequent year you know.
1: Oh, hence it's a it's a crazy crazy thing to to dig into those little things and then yeah. see what's going on and then yeah. go wow now we're observing days as if that was
0: real hmm um sorry. Hans Zimmer was nominated <laughs> for Best Score. Good, man. He should
1: be, man. He fucking killed that Th- score.
0: That score was pretty incredible. Yeah. I remember reading some stories talking about how when the movie first came out, everybody was complaining that it might have been mixed incorrectly. Yeah. Um, which I, you know, after seeing it many times and listening to the score, I, I think it was probably mixed perfectly yeah. for, for what I envisioned was Christopher Nolan's vision for the film. Um, And yeah, I think Hans Zimmer definitely deserves the nomination. I have not actually heard the soundtracks for the other nominated films. Um, Grand Budapest yeah. was nominated. I can't remember the music other yeah, It's usually clink, clink, clink. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a typical.
1: Clink, clink, clink,
0: clink, 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 Displat. Displa I, I mean, I'm butchering this name. God but it. it's the same it's the same <laughs> gentleman. I'll I'll be polite and you know, refer to him as gentleman and everything.
1: What's his la- so his last name is uh-
0: D-E-S-P-L-A-T. E S P L A T. Desplat. Yeah, I mean it's he's I, I would say, I would say he's French, and Desplatt? we're probably completely butchering the name. Same guy did the music for Grand Budapest Hotel and the imitation game. So he's nominated nice. twice, which is great. Uh, Good Miss, for him. Mr. Turner, Gary Yershin is uh, the composer for that. And then Theory of Everything, Johan Johann Johansson, <laughs> literally. What a dick. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm so, just kidding. So those are the scores. That's a badass I would like name. to listen to them. I'd be interested Johann in that category Johannson. this
1: year. Would you enjoy that name if that was your name? Johan Johansson.
0: <laughs>
1: Jinx. <laughs> I mean, it sounds,
0: like, it sounds like if we were to create you. twin characters from SNL, yeah. They would be Johan and Johan Yeah, Johansson. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's hilarious. Copyright, hi dear. Yeah. Those are um, characters. So, yeah, I mean, the, those are that and and uh, a few choice others are the only categories I ever really pay attention to at the Oscars. Um, but they're on in like four weeks, so I imagine there are more nuggets of conversation to be had.
1: And we just did, do we even mention that we did the boyhood on three movie goes?
0: Uh, I don't know, but we did. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we, we did. Uh, go check it out. Episode 10, we did Boyhood and talked about this three-hour-long movie.
1: hmm
0: It was great. Uh, in record time, I think. In record time. <laughs> I mean, because... Uh, it's just... Being from Texas,
1: dude. Mm-hmm. Like, it was funny, because as Martin was watching it, he was like, he was like, Texas looks like that, you know? I, that's terrible <laughs> that
0: was, impression. That was, But you have to stick with it. Yeah. You've, you've now put it on I wax, know. dude. Whenever you talk like know. Martin, I, you have to, you have that'll to be use a, that that accent.
1: And then his laugh, dude. <laughs> he gives such a great laugh. Um, no, but uh, he was just asking questions about the landscape, and was it really like that?
0: Yeah, it's it's a, an interesting landscape, and you only see it in movies. And yet, you and I were reacting as if it was our backyard.
1: Yeah, it was cool. Like I really, I really dug that. They nailed it. I mean, they nailed the Texas vibe. They nailed the. Uh, I feel like it was filmed to be almost our block of time growing yeah. up. Well, you we're know, very it, close to it, you know,
0: very close to it. I mean, I think you and I were were very cognizant of the world when this movie started, uh, when, when this movie's timeline started. It started yeah. in 2002, I believe. So, I mean, I was I was like 17 at this point, You yeah. we were probably, you know, 19 or 20, 20, yeah. you know. So, I mean, we were very aware of what what was happening in pop culture and yeah. what was happening in the world around us. And so we can pinpoint where we no, were at this exact moment <clears throat> i was probably 16 then you said 2002? 2002 2002 so calculator. yeah every every year that that went by we grew in our heads along with these characters mm. and so that was that was really great you're not having to uh, create a movie like hot tub time machine and yeah fake the 1980s you know just utilizing the, the the biggest parts of the 1980s, like track suits and, yeah, yeah, and you know. Know, the hairstyles. But it made,
1: it made me sit there and like – because you kind of observe their life and go, golly, dude. <laughs> it makes you really go, I want to appreciate all of the time that I'm aware of my now. Right. Like when I'm in the now, I want to be aware of that And and – because damn, like if I was filming this right, this moment, just like, well, a, I mean, dude, listening back to this in 30 years, yeah. it would be, it's going to blow our minds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And so it's just kind of that same thing. Like watching films like that, when you're watching them when they're younger. Yeah. I don't know. You sit there and go, damn it. Like as a parent like having to watch your kids grow up when you want them to stay in this one like this is the perfect zone where they're the best like it was the best experience relationship you know yeah. wise or whatever yeah it's got to be crazy from their end like to look down and observe that kind of experience versus growing up in it you know
0: well cuz you have you have something that you're now focused on and you're watching the world pass by yeah. as opposed to being in the world and being thinking about what you're doing next, what you're doing next, what you're doing next. When you have a child, you are thinking about what are they doing right now? Yeah. What are we doing right now? What are they going to be doing? Your, your, your focus directs to them, not to the world. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, you, you, you think about things differently, I'm sure. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I wonder if it slows life down
0: having children or if it speeds life up. I mean, if we were to uh, if we were to take what Patricia Arquette says at the end, it, it, it's a series it, of uh, it milestones. Probably, well, but it probably slows down while you're in it, and then at the end of it, you're just like, "Damn, that was it's already gone." Now what? But it's probably like that with everyday life. I mean, yeah. all of a sudden, here we are back in January, and it really wasn't that long ago that we were in January. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. but a lot has happened. Yeah. And it did just seemed like it seemed like day after day, week after week, month after month while we were living it, but now it's a year suddenly gone.
1: I know. It's insane. I mean, I, I dude, I was thinking about the uh like when the mom did say that, "Mom, Patricia." Yeah.
0: Uh Oh, Olivia. I did actually I, I read another review that did have names. I don't know why oh, okay. IMDb did not list out these characters' names. Maybe that's but, just how
1: they wanted them to be known. Maybe it wasn't and also that IMDB. Weird.
0: I, I I wonder what it says at the actual in the actual credits. That'd be something I could go back Because
1: it was like that Johnny Take Depp thing at. with uh his guy Le DuPont or guy, guy LePont, yeah. Guy LePont, yeah. DuPont, not DuPont from Fox. Not Future, DuPont, no.
0: right? Two exactly. different guys. Two, yeah. <laughs> but very similar prosthetics. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, facial nose yes, prosthetics. Serious. But oh interesting. It's true. Is ooh. there some connection? Kevin ooh. Smith and John DuPont. Yeah.
1: Dun dun. Um No, but, uh, yeah, so Patricia Arquette, the mom in that movie, she is saying, you know, life is a series of milestones. And, like, to be a person who's just looking at all of a sudden your whole life is your kids, and now they're gone. Yeah. And then you have to decide, what am I going to do now? And then she starts taking it back, you know? In that (coughs) film, she started taking it back.
0: Well, that's what Matthew McConaughey's uh, whole speech was when he's talking to his daughter. He's like, I'm... I can't be your ghost right now, you know, because yep. as, as parents, you're the ghost of your children's future is kind of the, the, the over, overarching kind of idea. Um, and he said, I can't be your ghost right now. I have to exist. I have to go do. And so he did. And that's the, but he did it because he loved his children. He wanted to save his children. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, she, her entire world was for, her kids until they didn't they no longer needed her and suddenly she doesn't know how to exist because she's always been there for her kids and now she doesn't know how to be there for herself yeah you know so i i'd be very curious as to what her sequel would have been like it was cool how
1: later on she kind of became like no get out of my house now i want to go because then i can go do this and i can do this and she didn't want to be tied up with anyone else you know yeah exactly she had her freedom again that is a, that's just gotta be such a crazy thing for a person who raises a child and then all of a sudden they're on the other side of that and then they just now get to choose whatever they want. And whatever they want. It's like well, life it's, starts over. It's like, like being
0: degree. on the other side of school. Yeah. You know, when I graduated from college, I didn't I now had free time. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my gosh, what do I do? Schools Um So yeah, I mean it's a it's a whole new thing. You have to then drive your own life for a little bit. Yeah, how do you like driving your life, Ian? Ooh, so far my life is well. So far my life here has been pretty good. Yeah, I've I've kept up to speed with it. I think a couple of speed bumps. Yeah, couple of a couple of, uh, of off ramps.
1: Do we've uh, we've we've had a pretty intense little journey with this stuff we have with all the podcasting you and i have like had to we're trying to have a friendship and we're also trying to be a partnership at the same time as we uh build what we're doing and it's true it's interesting because uh,
0: i think it's important uh that we well something that we already do that we continue to um have time that we do spend outside of this with each other where it's not yeah. about work it's not about the podcast network it's just you know some you know times hanging out um but yeah, I mean, this is—it's been yep. a—it's been a, a journey trying to figure this out. Both of those things at the same yeah. time.
1: Like things can get heated too. Like we've gotten a couple of, like brainstorming sessions where we're like trying to figure some shit out, and it's—it's it's, seriously, it's like a brain stretch having to work with other people. It is. And I know I'm talking to you, but I'm talking like we have an audience because I know we yeah, have an audience mean, in the back of my you're subconscious. You're now talking to—I know. The collective but I'm actually last. just talking to you. But really, yeah. no, it's just interesting. Like as we do this, we're literally figuring out how like, cause I didn't fucking understand. I didn't know that until you told me today, like about the, um, your kind of your work methods.
0: Yeah. And now that I know that it's like, damn
1: insane, vice versa. You know, it's like shit that I don't tell you. It's like, how the hell can you know?
0: I think a lot of our, of our, uh, I think a lot of our friction does come from the fact that you communicate in a certain way and you don't necessarily know how I communicate in order to, you know, properly communicate and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So I think – and that's really the only reason I call out some of the things that I do that I I think are misguided on my part because it's like, okay, uh, you know, in the moment, I don't know why I react a certain way to something that you say or whatever, but given – more conversation and the fact that you and I are willing to sit together and continue to have a conversation Mm -hmm. until we do understand what the other is talking about. I just, you know, it's like, dude, it's like two dudes
1: fucking chiseling away at this rock. We're trying to make this thing, the statue, we're both building it. And so naturally it is. I mean, each one of us is going to step back in our own heads. Look at this thing and go, okay, this is how I see it. And then you're going to do this. Is how I see it. And then we yeah. have to keep chiseling away until we find the right angles. You well, know? it's really it's awesome. It's just a fucking well,
0: and 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 both of man. us can get very focused on on the things that our own brain tells us. Okay, you know, next we have to do this. Next we have to do this. Next yeah. we have to do this. <clears throat> um, to the point where sometimes we can't see what the what the overall goal is anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because like even today we we talk a lot about social media in the mm-hmm. past couple of weeks we <laughs> are primarily doing this well primarily we're doing it for the good of the show because yeah. you know the the show is is what's important here mm-hmm. not the website not the presence if it was literally yeah. just the show and a twitter account we could probably totally. get some viral uh, some viral status yeah um but we had a completely unsolicited email a couple of weeks ago oh, we did and we've been working on uh we've been working on just kind of a I guess a partnership. Yeah,
1: we've with, got uh, we've got this new little endeavor that maybe
0: uh, not the space shuttle. We did that show. Already. Well,
1: that's true. STS four twenty. Check <laughs> right. it out. Check it out.
0: <laughs> episode fifteen. Was that fifteen? I think it was. Yeah, nice. think oh, it was dude, 15. we're at episode twenty right now. Hey, anniversary time. I should have brought that other champagne. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, we just
1: did an anniversary on three movie guys. We hit number ten. We did. And, we did.
0: Uh, we're number twenty here. Yeah, I can't wait till we. Uh, I can't wait till we hit forty and eighty.
1: I know we're going to start getting lazy on it and just not caring
0: anymore. Yeah. It's just going to be welcome to hide here.
1: Episode 4,666 million.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's all just two old men breathing. (laughs) It's gross. Um, pulp epic pulp epic. That is, uh, that's the name of the, the group that has come forward and, and said that they dig our shit. Yeah. And so we're going to be partnering with them. We're going to, uh, pretty soon have a couple of shows, uh, straddling the straddling the river as it will exactly
1: <laughs> you know I mean, St- straddling the internet streams. sphere
0: we're gonna cross streams here yeah we are um, we're we're touching tips touching tips that's a that's a great i'm sure i'm sure finn will love that
1: uh if we were in space <laughs> we'd be we'd be docking <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> or if we were if we were uh you know in a dark room doing, on the west side
1: that's
0: terrible um
1: that's but terrible. We're actually
0: Sorry. very excited about it. Pulp Epic has reached out yeah. to us and said they'd like to syndicate a couple of our shows and and we said absolutely. Shout out to Finn. Finn, um I mean he he did a great job and and as the spearhead of of what uh Pulp Epic's doing. I mean, uh, he seems to be a really great guy. So, yeah. you know, we'll we'll see what this partnership brings and how many new audience members we Hell get oh yeah i so mean that's gonna be gosh. that's gonna be great we're gonna get a lot of people dude who...
1: people from them from pulp epic already will be listening and they'll be going oh shit so a shout out to you shout
0: out pulp yeah. epic everybody go check them check, out on yeah. twitter and and pulp epic.com yeah pulp we're gonna be joining the likes of uh these other fine shows yes um astonishing legends high on film <laughs> <laughs> john at the movies <laughs> the movie guys <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, P- I love my whip. PB and J. Oh, just the one. Welcome to the mid side. And why the blank did I watch? <laughs> yeah. Um so dude, nice. Yeah. Check Shout those, out. check those all out. We're we're going to be joining the family podcast here in the next, uh, next week or two, I think. Yeah, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. It's,
1: it's the things that we, it's so funny, man. This is the very thing that we had been desiring from the very beginning. We're like, it really was, we just want to connect what we're doing with other people.
0: And, we do, we do. Yeah. And, and honestly, if Paul Pepe is, is willing to be that sounding board, willing to, to be the platform in which we jump off right now, um, more power to yeah. us all, it seems.
1: Finn's going to be uh, calling us every show. Hey, guys, let's not say fuck anymore. And
0: uh, <laughs> no, no. To no. no, dude, I mean, he's fucking he did, awesome. He did make sure to reassure us that that they have no creative <laughs> input. I mean, they're literally going to – we, we yeah. will be submitting our shows to them every week, yeah. and uh, and they'll be going up to their uh, multitude of listeners.
1: Yeah, they are badasses, so check yeah. them out. And, uh, and check us it's out. It's going to be a fun little friendship that is going to be awesome. That's all I've got to say about that.
0: And Joe writes music for a living.
1: I do. I, I have some music online. You can go to joe or you can go to awake Sorry, that's all I've got.
0: <laughs> um you got an infographic that I would really oh, yeah. I would really like to go through. Um it's a little strange. I guess we can we can like close out the show with this. But yeah,
1: I mean we're we're in a uh, what what's pop culture right now? It's all about
0: zombies and apocalypse, you know.
1: Right, so right. I found, and, little, and vampires. Um, I found this little. I found this. It's an infographic that I found online. We'll put it on our blog. But oh, yes. it was uh, it was done by the BBC. Um, but it's called Apocalypse When. And so it kind
0: of goes through, like, uh, you know. It what- says the, the subtitle, which I kind of think is a very important thing. Okay. okay, the- okay. So it's called Apocalypse When. When? <laughs> uh, which ap- which apocalyptic threats are most likely to wipe out Earth's population, and when? <laughs> That's just how I'm going to say that word. And when? So yeah. So this is an infographic telling us this is these are all the plausible ways that the <laughs> humanity could be wiped out, and yeah. it's kind of listing them out in in what chronological order it looks like.
1: Yeah. Basically, it'd be like this decade, this century, it goes from like this decade to this century, uh, to this millennium within a million years, more than a million years, which is another EP that I put out called A Million Years. So you can oh, check that that's out true. On, uh, on iTunes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> plug, plug, plug. And then at the bottom, it just has like a, uh, which that's a really interesting graph at the bottom. It has kind of a, um, from 450 million years ago to today, all the different times uh, between 75 to 99% of the population was wiped out throughout
0: the wow. history.
1: And we are kind of upon one of the next pinnacle moments of that time. So, so we're so.
0: coming up on possibly the the evolutionary end of humanity. Potential? Well, I don't know because
1: humans are still around and if we've been around for, you know... Uh, sh- 400,
0: 450 million years well I don't know I mean See, that's but the that's thing what I mean I like know. in any in all these periods you've got 93 to 97 percent of species wiped out so if we're coming up on a yeah. big mass extinction could humanity possibly be part of the 88 percent of the species that gets wiped out this time well it, it, it does possible. bring up some questions about
1: I, I'm kind of I'm kind of the point where I'm like well if something happens and we all die off you know, we're just going to go, you know, we're going to go to a better spot and and it's going to be far out, you know, hopefully. And if not, then it's like Noam Chomsky, which is crazy. The guy believes we're just back to dust and there's nothingness. Right. I don't choose to see that personally. And I don't know why other than the fact that I can sit here and talk to you right now. And there's no reason that I should even be able to sit here and talk to you right now.
0: Right. You know what I mean? Well, you have to get into understanding what a consciousness is. I mean, if a consciousness is me taking in uh, stimuli and processing and translating them in my own head then maybe yeah. maybe that is all that happens but if it's something more than that if it's a spirit if it's a set of <clears throat> if it's a set of intangible and incalculable things about mm-hmm. you that make you you who's to say that those things might not line up in another person or another species or another something later yeah. on down the road and who's to say that that's not as equally you as you are you yeah You know, it's like it's like, well, Noam Chomsky was talking about this in that that movie uh, is a man who was tall, happy. Yeah. In the movie, Um, he said, if you cut a limb off a willow tree and you plant it and it grows an absolutely identical willow tree, is it the same willow tree? Yeah. Well, yes, in theory, because it came from the original willow tree and it is identical. And then if that original willow tree dies, does that mean that the new willow tree is any less still that original willow tree and so could it could then be considered the i mean there's so many different but i I guess it would depend on on consciousness it
1: would depend on if it's like when you know people it's it would depend on if you had seen that tree in both scenarios you know what i mean so it's like sure if you've never seen this the first tree then yeah that would be the one tree and then if you plucked that little thing and buried it in the ground, and then it grew, then you would have reference to that tr- first tree you saw. So it's almost like this overlap. It's like, it, it's just a perception thing, I guess. It I mean, is.
0: It's the connections that we as human beings make with the things that, because I mean, this isn't honey, but it is, because that's the name we've given it, and I associate what I'm seeing Ian's holding with a jar of honey. honey. I am. No, well, I'm not. I'm holding a cup of coffee, but oh, no, yeah. it is a jar of honey. Yep. Um, but... Uh, It's not honey. It's like if you turn a dog into a camel, the dog is still a dog. It just looks like a camel. Yeah, A child understands this from like storybooks and Mm -hmm. things like that. But anyways, we got way off topic. Yeah, it's like if the prince or or the
1: princess was turned into a teapot and you're trying to figure out the whole story, how to get the princess back into a human, you're still going to see her as that fragile teapot the entire movie. You're
0: always going to need to make that connection that that princess is actually the teapot is actually the princess. Otherwise it's just, a damn, yeah. it's just a teapot. And if that little
1: teapot shatters, I mean, the queen's going to have your ass. So the whole movie, <laughs> you better not fucking break that. Teapot. There's going to be
0: blood everywhere because so of it's course. really the princess. Remember. Exactly. Exactly. You know, there's the, going to be the blood. princess
1: from Mario, mind you peach. And, 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 yeah. And, and you'll have to deal with Koopa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Koopa. Dennis Hopper. Oh God. Yeah. Ghost of Dennis Hopper come be on the show. Yep. Yep. Um, Walk us uh, walk us through a little. Bit of this okay, so infographic real quick.
1: So let's go up to the top. We're going to scroll back up, guys. If you want to go through this, yeah, uh, follow along with, with us. us. Um, yeah, it's on our blog.
0: Okay, so it's like you've got it's going down. It go, goes by time: this decade, this century, this millennium, everything. But then across, mm-hmm. it's it's got a bunch of other different.
1: There, it's numbered one to five. So there's one. There's like circles around each number. And so they're kind of their own pinnacle moments. And so there's number one is keep calm. Number two is check bucket list. Number three is live dangerously. Number four is move to Mars. And number five, it's all
0: over. Okay. So it's like it's like increasing likelihood that this is gonna happen. Yes. Got it.
1: So okay, so as we go down to this decade. Um, according to this, and there is uh, there are references and a pretty in-depth uh, chart at the bottom. If you follow this little Bitly link, mm-hmm. you can actually get to the uh, where they got all this
0: um, all their research. Yeah. So if oh, anyone's yeah.
1: wondering, don't take what we're talking about as solid evidence that this is absolutely true. Right, because we're is,
0: currently looking at a, a an infographic that was yeah. put together by people and has pretty colors on it.
1: Okay, so under this decade. Uh, it says that honeybees will die out. Nice. Which is not a good thing. No, it's not. Nobody wants that. For one, I love honey. You were just holding a jar of it. And I was. It would be a heartbreaking thing. You do thing. like honey. I love honey. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things on the planet. Wow. If I was a vampire... I would die because all I would want to do is bite into the neck of bees and drink all their honey out of their stomachs because that's what's in there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's where they (laughs) keep the honey. (laughs) No. Uh, so anyway, that's, yeah. If you don't have bees, they can't pollinate, um, crops and we'd basically be fucked. We'd have to, uh, We'd have to self-pollinate. We'd, it, oh gosh, that'd be
0: insane. Squirt, squirt.
1: It, it, yeah, that would not be a good thing. Because then we're moving into more GMOs. Well, we basically be. yeah. I mean, of,
0: we'd be we'd be talking about human plant hybrids. Mm-hmm. You know, and you don't want that.
1: And there'd be pesticides and all sorts of crazy shit on uh, on your crops and what you'd be putting in your body, which is uh, it's happening now. But you know, you just gotta look out and wash your shit. <laughs> Is that is that a good uh, is that a good tip for them?
0: Yeah, it's great <laughs> for you it's, for absolutely. all of us. <laughs> I mean, we should we should all know what we're putting. When in you our buy bodies. fruits
1: and veggies, uh, wash the shit out of it when you bring it home.
0: <laughs> yeah, so just go through go through some of the ones that that were significant to you that you wanted to bring up. Okay, because no, 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 there's a lot. There are a lot of these.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're not going to go through all these. Events that could
0: take over the could uh, obliterate humanity.
1: I'll hit the the ones that stick out to me, but. For instance, like uh, nuclear Armageddon is kind of under the check bucket list, I guess, which is uh, it says it's, this a number century. Two. it's in this century. It's a number two. So it's kind of not necessarily likely and shouldn't happen. Ladies and gentlemen, Hopefully, no one should fucking please do that be shit. smarter than that. Yeah. If you have access to buttons that do those things, come on. Yeah. Come on. All right. So then, uh, as you kind of go down, one of them was bio-terro- uh, bioterrorism, which you know it's like anthrax or Agent well, Orange, things like that that could be or hidden viruses. Dan you know, Brown, and the, Water uh, the author,
0: uh-huh. he wrote he wrote Da Vinci Code, and yeah, yeah, Angels yeah. and Demons. One of his recent books was uh, was about overpopulation and somebody uh, releasing a a virus, yeah. a, an an epidemic, yeah, that would. Uh, take over
1: i mean and it, and it would honestly be foolish to even pretend to think that there wouldn't be anybody out there willing to do that so right. that's that's the reason like a lot a lot of conspiracies exist yeah is because people don't it's like most people would never think twice to ever do something so fucked up right and so to to try to put yourself in that same headspace is pretty impossible so mm-hmm. it seems like it could never be true but you know the reality is is there are people out there that would do that shit it's that's like true Someone's stabbing somebody. It's like, damn, why? Why would you ever do that? Yeah, I would never do that. He's and then, a dick. Well, yeah, but then somebody chose to do it. You know. Yeah. So, um, okay. So uh, back to the farming thing. There was one thing about loss of topsoil. So
0: then farms would just dry up. You're still going through every single one of them. I know. Okay. I'm move down. <laughs> That's
1: Sorry. Okay. I got excited. That's okay. About they're, they're fascinating.
0: Uh, every single one of them's nano
1: weapons. So I guess that would fall. It's kind of bio, like uh, or small. What little.
0: Atomically precise thing? manufacturing leads to the production of new super lethal weapons. So, yeah, I mean, probably viruses. Probably one smaller than 15 nanometers. Oh, I see this. Okay. Which is what the Lifesaver bottle yeah. filters out. We'll talk about Dude, that another time. I want to get one of those. Lifesaver bottle. Shout out. I'm going to buy we'll come, one. We'll come back to you. Yeah. yeah. But you can't drink ocean water out of it. That's true. Don't do That's it. That's true. Okay. Um, I see HAL 9000. So we got Flawed Super AI as a, as a yeah. number three on the list. Uh, you know, it's at a level three. Must kill. Yeah.
1: Must kill.
0: Underpopulation.
1: Yeah. Which I don't think we're going to have a problem with.
0: Yeah. I I think we'd have too many fertile, fertile people. It says
1: this millennium it's on a number one, so it's probably
0: less likely to happen. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. We're,
1: we're on our way. Um, Dude, I thought this one was interesting. The geoengineering fail. It says humanity's attempts to remove CO two from the atmosphere and reflect sunlight back into space go badly wrong. Whoa! Which just seems like such a crazy, like, what the fuck? Like, what would that? Why would you
0: give people this idea? I know. It's (laughs) like, dude, who's who's like who's doing this? (laughs) Uh, Jesus. Gray God theory. Microscopic net. Microscopic. The gray goo. Oh, goo. Okay, that makes more sense. I was like, what the hell is Gray God theory? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, that's uh, that's part of what Transcendence deals with. Mm-hmm. Is I guess you know nanobots. Yeah, man, those are these are fascinating things. Yeah,
1: um, asteroid impact, methane release, like farting a lot.
0: I mean, your dog, your dog is Maddie's contributing been just, her fair she's share. She's been
1: gassy. She's been getting into Fitzgerald uh, von Gardner von Lichtenstein's <laughs> uh, food. <laughs>
0: So, like he, uh, he gets into her food, so it's so, only fair, bro. So
1: shout out. I'm sorry, Danger, if Maddie's eating all Fitz's foods. Because uh, she's been getting gas from it. I think that's <laughs> I mean, what's happening. She is
0: seriously, it's making it not fun to be over yeah, here. Yeah, it's
1: quite making it unpleasant to even look at her in the face. Uh, kind of want to put her down. We can't look her I'm in the face anymore. That's terrible.
0: So more than a million years, yeah, we so get the death of the sun.
1: Death of the sun. So it's... Uh, extreme runaway climate change makes earth as hot as its nearest neighbor
0: venus oh that's venus syndrome yeah yeah yeah. i like matrix scenario oh yeah our universe turns out to be a simulation and it gets shut down (sighs) like what if dude what if suddenly we just shut off and didn't you're sitting next to neo because our our consciousnesses would no longer be there i mean it's plausible i mean i
1: can't sit here and say it's not plausible i mean it's plausible
0: it it is very plausible
1: We could be, I mean, just like we're trying to make the Oculus Rift into this thing where you're literally there because your brain connects itself into such a reality. That's the same fucking thing. Like what if we're attached to something else and we've connected to this, our consciousness is just just plain. We're just logged into
0: Xbox Live. Oh my God. Right?
1: Oh yeah, death of the sun. So the sun expands into a red giant and then it just basically uh, engulfs all of us.
0: Oh, that would suck.
1: Wouldn't that suck? I mean, if it was in, like, a slow motion and we all had to deal with it for, like, well,
0: three-year burn. How quickly, how, quickly, how, quickly, how quickly do you think the sun's rays would, like, the sun would expand like that? Oh, gosh. Right? Yeah, I don't I know. I think it would kill us anyway. I think it would
1: slowly. I think we would naturally. Like, it just seems like it would have to be some straight-up burst of energy that just wiped us out versus I think something that was slowly building up over time. Like our planet would just slowly die and it would be something yes, we probably exactly recognized as saying. the the farms, you know, topsoil dying out. Like something would be recognized that way, I think, before we would ever recognize it as the sun doing this to us. Yes. In my you're right. personal opinion. Yeah, but I mean you're probably right. I hope that never happens. That would be just fucked. Especially it would, if it hurt, I mean, why
0: would it be fucked? It'd be natural. Well, it'd be natural. It would be what would happen. I know, right? It's going it to happen so, anyways. To me. Whether like we I mean, yeah, man, we are entitled uh, human beings. I we, know. We do. We can't expect that. No, I know. We are not entitled human beings. Excuse me. We're currently reading an infographic of- that's telling us all of these things can kill you whether you like it or not. the The other part of this infographic that I really liked was the color difference. If you scroll up, there's a very distinct handoff between. Well, okay, no, there's not. But all the things in red or orange, whatever color you want to say that is, um, are man-made. And then everything that's yellow, that's circled in yellow, is natural, human. uh, Nature-made, essentially. Um, And so it's great to see that at the very beginning, everything that can go wrong that's in red is something that we could uh, control. We can control creating... AI that yeah. goes haywire. I mean, we can't control super volcanoes well, what or was alien that, uh, invasions.
1: What was that bill that, like, all these different people, like um, Tesla guy, uh, Elon Musk, Elon Musk, I think Bill, bill G- Gates, I mean, all yeah, these dudes okay, sign yes. this bill for there to be some sort of oversight? Which is kind of, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just curious. Because they're you gotta you gotta give me more. Sorry, information than they that. they want oversight over the industries, uh, like people who are developing AI technology. That there should be this oversight over anyone who's choosing to do it. Right. Um, there's got to be some sort of committee, which can be shady. Right. Um, if you give um, a loaded deck, you know that yeah. kind of power. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah. So they're wanting this technology to be kind of guarded. Not not guarded, but uh. Not monitored. Not I monitored. Monitored. Yeah. I don't know how, how to it say can't it. Create other than-
0: something like AI. I mean, because in theory, AI is a thinking on his own machine. Yeah. That is not a human being. Um, and therefore could then choose to. I mean the 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 fear and all the science fiction mm-hmm. choose to take over because at, at that point it could hack into could read somebody's weakness exactly exactly it could hack into all of our cars and mm-hmm. control our cars killing every single human being well it's like driving it, it's like if
1: a if a robot was driving and all of a sudden its job is to just be, be the best of itself. Right. Mm-hmm. I guess is what a robot would do, do what it's, but that's the weird thing. It's like, what is a robot program to do? Cause someone has to program it. So somewhere there's a, there's a s- source of its root, you know, of, right. of how it operates. But, um, it'd be interesting to like, see how a robot would respond to somebody like freaking out in just an emotional way. And, it, and then that robot goes, it was an unwise thing in this atmosphere to act that way because now it, like all of a sudden assesses like six kids in the room just saw that. And now what it's going to do to them psychologically and so it goes into this crazy, like
0: hmm.
1: inner construction of everyone's behaviors. And all of a sudden it starts like must destroy but everyone. It can't, <laughs> but it can't do
0: that. I mean, it, you, it, as much as it would have to be programmed to do anything, it would have to be programmed as to how to interpret human emotion. Yeah. Cause it can't, it can't, Portray emotions, but it would have to do it based on it's actions. Not programmed.
1: So, like, what would a human do? Like, what would their actions be that a, that a, a robot See, would be able to
0: pick it up? And- those are the things that I think are would be the goals behind some sort of you know monitoring or oversight. Yeah, is and and because all movies that deal with robots have yeah. the three laws of robotics, and it all has to do with unequivocal protection of human beings. Yeah, Ro- is the robot's number one. Yes objective, period. Yes. So what defines a human being? A, 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 a living, a living creature, a creature with, you know, like, a, you know, a, you know what I'm yeah, I yeah. think you understand what I'm talking yeah, about.
1: Yeah, you know, I got you. Yeah, I yeah. got you.
0: So, so not like a, a dog, but a human being is, is, you know, I think there would be, you would have to, I guess, cle- be able to clearly define that, which well, I, no, I clearly can't.
1: Like what I was, no, what I was thinking was like, okay, so if I created it. I'm a human being. So is it going to look at me as that example? Like the person who creates it and their perspective of how they want this robot to be. Because someone who creates it is choosing how to program it. Right. It's it's not like a robot, I mean, unless they, I don't know how they do it, but would they program the robot to basically have to learn everything like an infant learns, or is it going to already have this set of knowledge to okay. where, you know what I mean, because it's, it's sure, no sure. longer natural if you're it's
0: programmed to know a set of rules and then operate based on those set of rules. We should go see Chappie. Ooh. That movie's coming out. It's done by the, um, oh, damn, I had his name and I lost it. I apologize. Oh, that's okay. The same guy who did District 9, um and Elysium. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking um, about. Yeah, Chappie yeah. is then, uh, is a movie that based on the trailer does just that. This robot, they turn this robot on and he has nice. to learn as a okay. child. Yeah. Badass. Yeah. So I mean that, that movie looks looks really, really great. And yeah. it might answer a lot of these, you know, initial questions. Perfect. Um, it would have to be, yes, the the oversight would have to be something along those lines of we have to make sure that that there's an agreed upon set of uh Guidelines to protect humanity against a robot who decides against something, you know, for our own protection or whatever, you know. Yeah. But also being able to not like
1: program them to like, you know, they've got to be able to recognize. The potential of a current situation so it's like if a robot is recognizing Calculate. well i mean like
0: you can't say realize well, because realizing well, right. is a is kind of a perception it would thing, be a human move which a robot really can't perceive a robot from my understanding of it is able to take in and interpret data
1: yeah do you think we'll, we'll ever get to a point where I a robot think. is uh we're valuing a robot like if someone kills a robot it'd be equal to killing a, a human
0: oh i have no idea I don't know. I can't, I don't know that I could fathom that in the current state that robotics is right now. Or the now, way we look at,
1: or the way most people look at dogs.
0: <laughs> I mean, the only reason that we can do that in movies such mm-hmm. as uh, bicentennial man, uh, by the end of the movie, Robin Williams is this character, been this character for more than half the movie and he's dying. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the, the conversation at the very end of this whole thing is, is a robot dying or is a human dying? Is a robot shutting down? Yeah. or as a human dying because he started out as a robot, but then by the end of the movie, he'd had all of his organs replaced by still synthetic but self perpetuating yeah. living you know tissue essentially yeah. um, so you know' it's, it's that's what if that gets to that point, then maybe, but i you know I can't see well, I mean we're sad when our phone dies, aren't we no. Well, okay. You and I might not be, but there are people who like (laughs) who are. (laughs) No, no, what you mean? You like get bummed out? Yeah, I mean, you know, your car. People get really attached to their car, so maybe it's already begun. Maybe we are already living in the the realm of time in which electronics are weighed against uh, humans. Well, it's like people that study electronic pulses and stuff. Like, are
1: electronic pulses out there dictating people's days? You know, like who knows. Like, if you need people to respond a certain way in a sound crowd, waves. you send a sound wave out. I mean, yeah. it's not far-fetched to think that way. It's, no. It would be far-fetched to not think that way, yeah. you know? So yeah, it would right. be uh, one of those things that's like, it's an interesting little world we, go, we live in while we create robots and, and different technologies and stuff and, that could potentially movies, be awesome.
0: And movies. That'd be very dangerous. And remember civil rights activists. Yeah. Wow. Dude, we've talked about a lot in this show. I covered a
1: shit ton of stuff. I,
0: I hope we still have people listening. Yeah, I hope you guys didn't jump ship because you know every once in a while you get a podcast where people jump ship. I yeah. I followed us all all the way through. Yeah, me too. I'm there. Um, I'm up there too. Check us out. Hi underscore dare yep. On Twitter, entertheelftree mm-hmm. dot com. Give us a give us another week, yeah. but but you know in a, in about a week, check us out. We'll we'll give you the uh, official go ahead. Yeah. Um, tree dot com. Check it, check it. Uh, so I guess for. I guess for <laughs> so I guess for this week For this week on Hine Air I'm Ian And I'm Joe And we all have a dream We gotta, we gotta go, go. <laughs> Um, um. follow us on twitter at high underscore dare and be sure to
1: check us out online at enter the for all you old school dot comers <laughs>